0: Creativity for the society is the process podcast. That's rad. Yeah, logo launch. I saw a boy Brett tweeted about them. Um so right away I was like, okay are probably something similar to what he's doing with design joy, where it's a subscription based. Um, it seems like they're not, but it's the way they've kind of set up the agency is similar, I guess, in a lot of other ways. Mm -hmm. Um, but they seem really cool. It seems like another, like really small team, like only a couple of people. Um, and they do like just branding. And I know we went through the website a little bit like after we were done recording last week. Um, I think we were done recording, but I'm pretty sure. I remember like looking at the website, going through it, and being like, Holy fuck, this is like, I'm drawn to it. And I'm like, Man, I want like that'd be sick for like BDC to be like this. Mm -hmm. Because whenever I think about BDC and like at least from my point of view of like what I would want to actually be designing. I know we had a chat a few weeks ago and we are talking about like website design. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is you get to the point where, okay, are you gonna be doing like coding? Okay, well mm-hmm. maybe not. Well, does that limit you on the possibilities and designs that you can come up with because you're not coding yourself? Or does that mean you gotta bring someone else into the team? who can do that? Mm-hmm. But then again if if you're trying to do a subscription based or you know really fast turnaround, can you have just one guy doing the coding? I don't know, right? It causes a bunch of problems. Or like we talked about where you are I guess creating just using, you know, whether it's Squarespace or Webflow or any of these like um really cool website designing tool things. Um platforms and you just on the website and then you pass off the information essentially the account or whatever to the client which like i knew like right away i was like that's something that i wouldn't want to do personally mm-hmm. um i just couldn't see myself enjoying that i'm like no. i don't that's like a part of like a part of the design process i guess that i just don't really care about or don't Feel as like passionate about the like,
1: um, logistical aspect. The of
0: logistical aspects, sending a little stuff bit. off, and- yeah. Which I know is part of it. You, know, of course, it's part of it. And until you really grow big enough, where you have other people on the team, you know, we'd be doing that anyways. Not that's fine. I know. It, I know it's part of it, but at least when it comes to website stuff like that, I was like, ah, I don't know, you know. And I when I was, you know, when you look at Brett and design joy they're he's like constantly talking about, you know, what he's doing and he seems like most time he's just doing like assets for websites. Like he's not actually designing a whole website. He's just doing like branding or layouts, like, um, like wireframes, um, stuff like that. Mm. And I guess... One thing that like f- learning from him or seeing what he's doing and what these guys lo- logo launched to was like a nice reminder of like oh yeah you can just be like a design agency but do something very specific you don't have to do like yeah. uh you don't have to like everything um, mm-hmm. and I was like holy fuck I want to do just this because these guys just do the branding mm-hmm. they don't do like they d- will build websites for like an extra fee. Yeah. But then the main, ordinary. their bread and butter, you know, uh, projects they do, the work they do is just client comes in, tells them the brand and what it's about. And they build a brand and style guide for the, mm. for the brand. And that's it. Mm. And, and I'm they're like, out. they're done. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, you could do just that. Like, hmm. that's that's what I'm like, I was really drawn to. I was like, man, that's kind of how I could see myself, like, wanting, like, BTC to be. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I could see myself doing, or it's just branding stuff, not having to worry about, like, actually building out a website for someone yeah instead it's like here's like here's the layout that just like, sounds painful yeah like instead it's just like here's the branding guideline all right you go build it now but like here's the guidelines you have to adhere to kind of thing mm-hmm. i'm like I'm what you asked for yeah i'd much prefer just doing because that, that's the stuff that like i'm really more passionate about anyways at least i am like is uh is doing the branding stuff you know the 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 color palettes the logos the kind of the whole style, the layout style, the mock-ups, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, these guys seem really cool. I mean, yes, yeah, small team. They, um, they, similar to Design Joy where there's like, I don't think there's any meetings unless you want to pay extra. Right. Um, or I think I think that they have like two prices. Time, basically. Yeah, I think they have like two prices. I think it's like, um, there's like the standard and then there's like the, the, the premium or whatever. Mm. Yeah, starter and a premium. And like you only get like in the in this in the starter one, there are no like meetings. Which again, similar design joy. There's no like phone right. calls. There's no in person meetings. There's no sitting down and talking about the stuff. They just like the client gives them like, you know, the name of the brand. You know, maybe some I think they I think they say on the site they have like 15 or 25 questions that the client has to ask or that the the, the client has to answer about their brand. So that was like, Hmm. that'd be like, you know, doing like the design research. Like, okay, you know, what are, I'm sure some of the questions like, you know, what are some words to describe the brand? You know, what market are you in? Like, what demographic are you after? Like, what's your mission statement and kind of stuff like that. Stuff that like, if you were in a meeting with a client you would ask yes. but instead you don't have to have this meeting you don't have to organize all like, everyone's times and you know ways to
1: sit there for an hour when yeah. really there's only 20 minutes of productive time exactly
0: and then instead you can just like answer this questionnaire designers at logo launch it they, they get everything and then they come up with like the brand concepts and yeah in the starter one they do like it's color palette topography mock-ups, guidelines. Hmm. And, and obviously the client gets the files as well, the exporter files. Yeah. And then it's only the premium one, which now I think since we looked at this last, unless I just didn't know it before, but the premium plan has a little tab on it that says most popular, <laughs> which is interesting. I don't know if that's true or if that's just, just sly marketing. I don't know. But the... The premium is basically the same, except you get uh, an one hour brand strategy workshop. So I guess you actually sit down with the whole team mm. or at least one of the designers to have a more personal, in-depth kind of meeting, I guess, about the brand. And they- One-on-one hash it out. Yeah. And the client gets one round of revisions. So I guess in the regular uh, start to plan, you don't get any revisions. It's set it and forget it. Do you get options? You get presented with like
1: two or three. concepts. Yeah.
0: The starter plan says uh, you get three unique brand concepts. Okay. So, so I it's guess probably
1: the same for premium as well, but you have the opportunity to revise. Yes.
0: One yes. One of them. Yeah. That's what it says. You get three distinct brand concepts, but then you also get one round of vision. So I guess in the starter plan, you get, you know, logo launch gives you the three uh, directions. You pick one. And then they finish it. Nice. The I like the sound of the that. The premium, like that. you, I guess, you pick one, but then you can actually ask to have it revised. Yes. Yeah, so can we use Comet again, Sands instead of Helvetica? Which, But it, it's nice knowing that like, and again, this was like when we were first talking about design join stuff. Because I feel like we mentioned it a lot now because this is like, I feel like it's a milestone in like the design industry. Yeah. Is like it how is. that's that, how that thing is run because like or ran because it's like so different and it's so opposite of everyone else. And it's so polarizing. And I like it because there's a lot of, there's good things about it. There's bad things. There's a lot of people that hate it. There's a lot of people love it. And it's fun seeing everyone's take on it and like how different people are becoming. But mm-hmm. you know, Brett he tweets a lot, being like, you know, what's underrated in design is like speed. And mm. he saying like Cause there was a part of me, I don't know about I don't know about you, but there's a part of me when I was like going through Design Joy and looking at like the plans or like what you get and how it works. And like for the standard, you know, plans and stuff, the standard prices, it's like, okay, you don't get any like meetings or phone calls or any in-person zoom, whatever, no meetings. You just tell him what you, you know, what you want. Oh, I, I need a wireframe for this. I need a logo for this. I need icons for this. I need mockups, for this, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he gets it and then you get it back and then you can add something else to the list, whether it's, or uh, I think maybe a revision or like another request um, and then once he's done the one thing, then he'll get to that. And yeah, that's it. And there was a part Very of me like, though. yeah, and this is where it's like, I don't know about you, but I don't. I can, I don't know if this is like, <coughs> excuse me, going from like school and stuff. There's a part of me that felt like, is that wrong? Like as a designer, aren't you like required It's part of the, you know, the oath, if you will, of like, <laughs> of like sitting down with the client, the client personally. And like, Talking to them and asking them, you know, okay, what are you looking for? What do you need? What, you know, what? And so you, you can figure out what's best. And, like, it just feels like throughout school we were always told, like, that was kind of, like, the first step. Yes. And, you know, talking to the client, working with a client, blah, 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 And, yeah, in some cases, in a lot of different design issues, that's how it is and probably is the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, Brett's here just being like, you yeah, know, none of that. You ask for it, I do it, and that's it. Yeah. And you can ask for it to be changed, but that's another request. Yes. And, I mean, it allows them to be a lot quicker. It allows everything to go a lot quicker. And there's was a part of me at first that was like, and even now where I'm like, is that is that loud? Is that bad design mm-hmm. practice? Are is that good? That? Is that bad design practice? Is that unethical? Is that not right? Is but ethical? You know what I mean? Like, it, Ideal, I don't know. Because, yeah. again, I feel like we were just, for a school, we were just like taught so, had it chiseled in our brains that, like, that was the kind of within the first stage of the design method was like yes. design research and like ethnographic research and talking to the clients and understanding. uh still remember that class when Catherine's telling us about understanding the culture. Mm -hmm. that the client comes from and all that stuff right like and like really sitting down working with them and talking to them and it seems like again with sandra's class when you'd bring people in to talk to us about you know like design professionals and the same thing like that's what they would talk about working with the clients and as and again that's like i think this just feels so weird because it's like totally a new way of thinking about it
1: it is it's a totally different approach. And I and I and like it. I do too. And for a multitude of reasons, but I think it I also think you're very you're very accurate in the sense that it's it's chiseled into our your brain in school even like indirectly where you don't start the project until you've talked with the client. And yeah. the client the client this the client that the client this the client that and, and if I they want revisions,
0: I'll, you got to do it you until do they're it. happy.
1: Which I've learned from working at our escape isn't always the case. Mm-hmm. There's times where it's advantageous to not listen to the client. Um, or not even not, not listen is the incorrect way to phrase that. But listening to the client and saying, I hear you, but... Um, in my personal, in my professional opinion, um, I don't think we should do X, Y, Z, but going back to the meeting with the client first thing is all of that stems from a traditional way of doing the job, which was, you know, influenced before computers. And then there was computers and then stuff changed a little bit. And then there was cell phones and like laptops and stuff. And then stuff changed a little bit more, but it was still pretty similar. And then COVID happened and you couldn't be in the same room as other people for anything more than five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it was. And the entire world shut down for like a year plus pretty harshly and then still pretty strict after (laughs) that. I just dropped my water bottle. Nice. Um, And I think that's had a resounding effect on a lot of industries, but specifically the the design industry where people like Brett realized
0: you don't need to do it.
1: (laughs) You don't need to do that. And you can still get a good result. Mind you, I'm going to caveat that and say you can't run a brawn design studio or a automotive design studio or a consumer electronic design studio without getting um, Customer feedback or client feedback or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, I think that still has its place, but I like to think of it as um, like the design joy method is um, and I mean this respectfully, is like the in and out version of design, like the in and out restaurant, where it's it's fast food, it tastes great, it's good food. It's everything other than price, I would say. It's fast food with an yeah. expensive price tag, um, but you're paying for the efficiency at the end of the day. You're paying for the speed, the unlimited resources, effectively. Um, you can just you can keep paying the same amount, and you can effectively cycle through endless amounts of design stuff. And there's businesses out there that would rather do that than pay their own designer internally 5,000 a month, because then they've got to pay this and they got to pay that and everything else on top of that for hiring an extra employee. It's easier to outsource something like that. Um, and so I think like the, the whole design joy model works because fast food is very popular. People love it. Um, and people will only continue to buy more of it in the same way that, I think more and more people are going to approach their own personal design agency in a similar way where it becomes more intentionally restrictive around interactions with the intent to promote efficiency Mm. and make things go faster. Um, But that also still needs to coexist in a world where you have focus groups and people coming in and doing ergonomic testing or blind product testing where they you simply remove your label off of a product and put it in with a bunch of other unlabeled products and get purely objective feedback from people where they don't know what they're doing right and if you are working for a client who happens to be paying you an absolute buttload amount of money and this client is asking you to develop whatever call it like a I don't know. I'm trying to think something very important. If your client is a celebrity that is coming to you to do like custom, uh, footwear and a streetwear collection, you're probably going to want to be sitting down with them and getting their input. On yeah. Things. Um, but if it's Joe blow from company XYZ, that is more than happy to pay you four or five grand a month to, fire off logos and logo variations and paragraphs and social media ads, then like go for it. It's, it's knowing who it's for and what's it for, what it's for at the end of the day. Yeah, I think exactly. Um, and like design joy is the right method from a customer standpoint for some people. And it's the right method as a business standpoint for other people. Yeah. And like in the yeah. same way that it's not.
0: Yeah. Right. Like, you couldn't. I mean, I don't say you couldn't. Maybe it hasn't. No one's figured out how to do it yet. But like, you probably wouldn't do a subscription-based designs, uh model for product design, or for um, shoe design or furniture design or automotive design. That would be a lot harder to do. Mm-hmm. What works well with, um, with with design joy and like logo logo launch and stuff is that it is digital mm-hmm. and logos and branding and UI UX, all that stuff usually by it's, it's, it's for companies who are working fast. Mm-hmm. And so it works for design to be fast as well and efficient. Yes. Like that works. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I like, the lo- logo launch one really well. Is it's it's, you know, whereas design joy is kind of in between like traditional, and like, you know, really fucking crazy.
1: <laughs> Borderline psychotic.
0: Logo launch is like in between design joy and traditional. It's like another hmm. step closer to what like we are what's more common with design sheets because it's not subscription based but it is a fixed base fixed price yes and what i like about that is maybe people starting out it'd be hard to get a company on board with like paying monthly yeah but a little tricky with logo launch it's like okay it's a fixed price fixed rate but they also tell you like everything you get for that so there's no like mm. client comes in, you have to have a meeting. You understand the scope of like what it is. Oh, it's a, it's a full branding thing. We want a style guide. We want, you know, yeah. a custom logo. We want the colors. We want mockups. We want a website, all this stuff. And then you have to like, okay, then we'll, we'll build a quote for you. Right. Yeah. And then you have to, you know, go back and forth of negotiating a price and then finally gets signed off. And next, you know, Fucking months have gone by, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas like this cuts all that bullshit out. It's like, all right, this yeah. is what you, this is what you get for this price. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I think that works for like most companies, especially with like branding and stuff because they're also digital. They're also being fast and efficient. Why shouldn't mm-hmm. the design fit that? I feel like people get screwed over. And I, me imagining trying to do like freelance and stuff like this, I'm just imagining myself getting screwed over where you're trying to be fast. You need to go through clients fast as a new business to like build up your portfolio and stuff. But then each client sitting down and being like, okay, we'll have a meeting. Let's talk about it. Okay. Present us with a few ideas. Okay. Now let's schedule a meeting where we can give you feedback. Oh, we'll go with this one. Then a few weeks later, actually, can we change this? And next, you know, it's not finished. And it's like, that's not fast yeah this that is, hurts this is,
1: your livelihood
0: yeah well. and then you're not taking on more jobs because of it so this is way faster and what i like about this is that they have the option i mean they have like the starter plan and the premium plan and what i like mm-hmm. is that whether or not that's bs where it says most popular mm-hmm. is the premium it's smart either way you have a starter plan and the premium, that already, the fact that you have two and it's called starter and premium, might, there might be a company that comes in who think are a bit full of themselves and they're like, well, we're not going to go for the starter plan. Yeah, we're professionals. Now you're making more money. Or people mm-hmm. come in, they're like, well, actually, you know what? We really want that one-hour brand strategy workshop and we really want the ability to have well, at least one round of revisions. Well, okay, yeah, they go with that. because
1: We need you to help us understand
0: what yeah. this is so Boom, but then there's appreciate. people who want to be fast go get the yeah. starter one all right give us all that and we're good done what i like is then they also have like there's what under the plans is like looking for more and they do a in-depth strategy positioning and robust visual identity with a top tier agency so i guess it's like the full bespoke package mm. which is like way more <laughs> than the
1: others how, how much it's more it's like, like- the starter Six, seven times more
0: the starter is three nine nine five and I assume this is us right yeah, so it's like we'll four it's four US. grand the premium is seven thousand so it's okay a little bit less than double makes sense that you know looking for more what I'm getting the vibe is like full bespoke mm. whatever is the Bentley starting at thirty five thousand so at least five times which makes more sense as when you Mm. you know i mean fuck when you look at chris doe and they do like full branding isn't that like 100k Mm. minimum oh probably like when you when you hear like oh you know this brand did the did the rebranding for instagram or whatever and it's like a fucking one million dollar contract job like that's or it's like this company paid you know half a million bucks for this logo the H and R so, block
1: logo was five. Yeah. I think the contract was like five and a half million dollars. That's really a green square. Fuck. Yeah.
0: That's awesome.
1: Um But it's 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 everything that goes into Exactly. You don't see what's that. behind
0: the scenes, right? No. You know. It's and, like, it's like yeah, that uh abstract yes. episode where the guy did the rebrand for Instagram. I do love that episode. And it's like you have a city that came out with one logo, and people are like, Why would you pay, you know, a million bucks for a logo? And then, you know, you see like a giant wall full of like thousands of possible ideas. Mm-hmm. It's like, No, that's what you're paying a million bucks for is for yeah. that guy and his team to look through all those, come up with all those, and I look through them and figure out which one's the one you're going to go with. Make sure you have the right one. The right one. That's what yeah. you're paying for. Um, but yeah, I just like, I really loved this. I was like, Man, that's. I like how they do this. Mm-hmm. And their stuff looks cool, too. I mean, like, you know, it's it's like a set branding thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, they have on their site, like, an example of what like, a style guide would look like. And I'm like, man, it's just oh, a I template. See. I'm like, man, you could design a template and then it's just plug and play for every mm-hmm. client. You know.
1: and, and templates are interesting because in all the, like, the business design courses and whatnot that I've taken, been a part of, listened to, whether it's through off-site or Skillshare, there's, and this is, I think, me like proving to myself that at least the way that I'm currently pricing myself works well, but also the whole fixed fee for X amount of services mm-hmm. works very well is, which is kind of what I've done in a way, um, is that you know, I've got a quote template, I've got an estimate template, I have an invoice template, I have a proposal template. Mm. All those templates take time to build and that's fine. It might be a day or two days to get all those nice and consistent and organized to the point that you can easily go in, duplicate and edit and add your own stuff. Um, But then, when, say, a new client comes along and you've, they want an estimate and then they want a proposal and then they're like, okay, this is cool. Then they want a quote. So that's three new documents you've had to make. And then then the end of the month comes around and you, have to, you send them an invoice. So you have to go through, tally up all your hours if you're going hourly or tally up your days if you're billing by a day rate. Put all that together, figure out what it is, put it into an invoice, send that invoice out the admin side of things, for me anyways, and I feel like I'm pretty efficient where I've got the template set up for everything. I've got the folder structure, folder templates, file templates. Everything's just copy paste, plug and play. Still takes up an annoying amount of time where I'll finish something in X amount of time and I know that I've got at least another quarter of that total time spent to do all the admin and get everything done but with a fixed fee, a fixed price
0: you' have to do any of that You don't have to do right. any of
1: that. it's as simple as a bill coming out each month mm. and there's no proposal required because what you are offering is already laid out under your payment terms. there's no there's no need for an estimate because this it is what it is you will not be getting you will not be charged more, you will not be charged less. This is verbatim, it's on the page. Um, And I don't even think it's speed necessarily, I think it's efficiency. It's efficiency. Is the biggest thing. Yeah, Cause like, you can be fast and it can still be shit. But if you're efficient, that means you're fast, but you're also for that speed that you're at, you're working well and you're getting stuff done. Right, yeah. I think that's the biggest that's the biggest thing that I would push back on a little bit with like the speed thing that Brett Williams says is that like speed is good, but you can still suck.
0: Um, yeah, and I think with some of his stuff, definitely, especially when he was taking on a fucking crazy amount of clients every month. It, that's what it seems like is he had to give up, sacrifice some of the quality for the speed. Right.
1: Yeah. Like which like, you know, there's times when that happens. Um But it goes back to, I think you were saying this just earlier, where when you're doing this just based off of like a proposal rate and you're spending, you're trying to manage the effort that you put into the work and the time you put into the work against the amount of money that you've told them it's going to cost. And not wanting to go over that and wanting to find some type of a balance there that you end up compromising stuff or taking shortcuts and it's, it's never easy obviously, Mm -hmm. but it, uh, it can get annoying and it can get, it can get to the point where it's not enjoyable, where you simply just know you need to get this task done so that you can send something out so that you can be paid, which is obviously not ideal or enjoyable. Um, because you're always, yes, what is it? You're under. You're under your own gun. You're holding a gun to your own head in a way. Um, I mean, you can obviously just price yourself crazy expensive, and if people still want to pay you, then great. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: and that's what he did, right? With design Joy. Yeah, he did it just because he was like trying to slow down the amount of work. Mm.
1: It reminds me of. I'll wrap this up with this notion, um, but it's this idea of doubling your um, rate. Excuse me, doubling your rate as a designer, where let's say you, Zach, are a graphic designer and you charge X per client and you currently have 10 clients and that takes up 50 hours a week. If you doubled your rates, let's say half those clients left you. So now you're left with five, but you're charging 2X. But now with only five clients, as opposed to working 50 hours, you are now working 25. Mm -hmm. but you're still making the same amount of money Mm -hmm. and you do that once more again and you double that again. So now you're making four X and you're working half the time and you're working 12 and a half hours a week and you got like two and a half, two, three clients. You're making four times. You're making this. Yeah. Yeah. It balances out.
0: It balances out. Um, I mean, yeah. And that's like, I was thinking think to a design joy, like the way he, talked about like it really seemed like he had to push the speed aspect of things just to survive because there were so many clients coming in and it's like i would never want that and he even because it's not enjoyable and he even admitted like he like that was the year he made like a million bucks right but he was like you tweeted not too long ago he said like to do that he had to like he worked so much he Barely saw his kids. His marriage almost collapsed. Mm, mm-hmm. To get that done, which is obviously, like, no one wants that. That's like, no, that's not. But now he's like, it's like halfway through the year, just over halfway, and he's already made more than a million bucks. Really? Yeah, apparently, or something like that. Because now he's oh, doing yeah, he like follow, the online courses Twitter. too, right? So like, oh yeah, I think he's making even more money off the courses now too. Yeah. So he's making a lot of money. I think he's making like fucking 200 something. Okay, he posted his fucking earnings the other day. Did he actually? And it was like want to pull that up. It was it was a fucking lot. But um what I like about Logo Launch 2 is it's not like it doesn't feel rushed like that. It doesn't feel like he's like it, it seems like there's two people working actually. Because on the site, it says meet the team. And it's just two guys. So <laughs> I, I guess it's just two oh, guys. Oh, yeah. But they're, it doesn't seem like they're rushing. And it says on there that, you know, once the client fills out everything, blah, blah, they will, com- they will come back with a complete brand identity in 15 days. So half a month. Hmm. That, I don't know how it works when you get multiple clients coming in. I mean, I don't know how fucking crazy that gets. Or if it just like you yeah. know he gets pushed, I don't know. Um, but it's it seems like enough time that's like doable without rushing and without mm-hmm. uh, sacrificing quality, um, and and st- and and like also sh- your time as well without yeah completely killing yourself every week, yeah. um, but still being efficient. That's where like mm-hmm. it designer seems a little like the whole thing I remember with the crystal episode, right? The future episode which was, it was called, wasn't it called like productizing design or something like that? Yeah. Productizing design. If you are doing something very specific, like just website wireframes or just mm-hmm. icons or UI UX or something, then I could see you go full. Full like des- like design joy, full um productized design. Like mm-hmm. as far as you can go, right? Where it's just like it's just a transaction. It's like, all right, you pay this, you get that quick, quick, get them out, them out. But it seems like at least with brand is branding, especially, is a bit more of like a personalized aspect between you and the and the client. That's where logo launch, I think, fucking nails it, because it's like mm-hmm you know it it's a lot more like it's a lot more designery i think yes if that makes yeah. sense
1: like it so it's a designer service it's not a design service
0: yeah like it it's productizing to a certain extent like branding in the way of like all right it's a fixed price package and you get fixed mm. fixed um things you get fixed the same fixed amount uh, of like designed items within that price. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like, all right, pump it out as quick as possible. It's like a fucking mass produced thing. It's like, yeah, I can't find this picture now. I don't know if you took it down or not, but maybe I can see that being a little controversial. (laughs) He just takes down. Well, so there was literally today someone quote tweeted or even tweeted saying like, you know, I don't like tweeting about like showing off and stuff, but he's like, it just works on Twitter. He's like, it goes against everything who I am, whether it's true or not. I don't know. But he was like,
1: <laughs> as he continues to do it,
0: but he was like, it works well on Twitter. And I just want to show people like it's fucking possible. And anyone else can mm. do it kind of thing. Yeah.
1: But which is very fair. Like there's, there's a lot to be said about um, positively enabling someone. In that respect,
0: I mean, right now he's yeah I can't find he's making a lot though. That's okay. He did he did he didn't say he started at four fifty a month. Yeah, four hundred fifty bucks, and then went to like five grand a client.
1: Which is very impressive.
0: Very impressive.
1: For a one man show.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's a it's a cool thing. I like that it's uh in our in our um uh I don't even know what the right word is. It's on our radar that that approach to
0: yeah. design and whatnot. I I it makes more sense to me. Yeah. It and it feels a bit more designery and like but it's like just enough product eyes where I'm like, yeah, it'd be nice not having to like Send an invoice or come up with a quote, and yeah, you know,
1: and then have to follow up when someone yeah, and doesn't And have pay a meeting, an and, yeah,
0: and have a meeting, and you know, come to a conclusion and an agreement on something, and then mm-hmm. you know, it's not that. It's just like, all right, you sign up, you 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 pay. Send and send me your stuff. Send and I'll, you know, and ans, answer these questions, and boom, we move Done. on from there. We move on from there. Yeah, ah, BDC
1: the future. BDC <laughs> in the future. Just that I like it.
0: Just that. Oh, excuse me. And we just sit yes. there and the two of us just do branding. Just do rad shit
1: all day. I feel twenty four like, hours a day. Seven days I
0: feel day. like we could totally do it. Like normal, like eight hour work days. Like in fifteen days, come up with a brand style guide. Done. Oh easy. yeah, for sure. Like not easy, but like we could do that. <laughs>
1: it's doable. It it becomes a doable thing, Yes. Yeah. because it's it becomes your normal.
0: That's the thing. I would just like we design like a template for like the actual, not like what the brand looks like. Oh, see, that's bespoke, but. Um, the uh the actual like style guide file mm. where it's like you know, breaks down, all right, use the logo like this, don't use it like this. Use yeah. these use these colors and don't use these colors. Do nothing squash, stretch yeah. like doing that stuff, um you could have a template. Oh yeah,
1: makes sense. You would need to.
0: And it would be fucking perfect for that.
1: I agree. I agree. And if you also think it would be perfect, uh, then send us an email to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. You can also send an email to hi.bigdesigncompany.com and visit our website at www.bigdesigncompany.com. And Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram?
0: The process underscore underscore.
1: Podcast. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening. Uh, enjoy this and we will see you next Tuesday. Peace. The process. Uh-huh. Right.
0: The process. Some creative assembly required.